I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. Have you ever felt really out of shape and unhealthy and then so guilty and or sad about the state of your body? I'm going to share with you a moment of reckoning I had with my body early last year and what I finally did about it. I was standing in the gym in early 2021, working out for the first time in uh, probably years. I mean, I walked a lot the first year of the pandemic outside, and I did also a lot of, uh, had been doing therapeutic yoga, really mellow stretching yoga, which is really great for me. And yet I had not been doing cardio or weight training. And so I really wasn't in great shape. I had some other physical issues going on at the time. Anyway, I'm standing there. And, oh, and by the way, I'm standing in our home gym. We have a home gym. And my husband is super dedicated about working out and would love, as always, you know, offered and wants me to join him. So I've got this awesome situation. And it's like, well, Cheris, geez, what's the, seriously, what's the problem? Well, there were various reasons and excuses that I always had. So anyway, I have this ideal situation and yet I have no motivation and I've not been doing anything to keep myself truly physically fit. So some tears started streaming down my face because I was facing a harsh reality. I was 45 years old and the words of a Garth Brooks song perfectly summarize how I felt. I'm much too young to feel this damn old. I felt sadness. I felt shame. I felt disappointment. I felt frustration. I cried, and a little whisper of an idea of a thought was there. I could feel it. Somehow, some way, this was going to change. I had drawn the line in the sand. I decided I was not going to feel this way anymore. I decided I would not throw away a dream of going skiing again, snow skiing. That was something I've always loved. I learned how at just about five years old, but I hadn't gone in about 10 years. As each ski season passed by, I honestly wasn't sure I'd feel good enough and strong enough to ever ski again. There was always some body issue or some work reason or something going on, and I just thought maybe I need to let go of that dream. But then there was always this little hope inside of me of how much fun it would be to go up the chairlift and feel that cold, fresh air on my nose again, stop at the top to gaze at the phenomenal vistas and feel that rush as I carve my way down the slopes. You know, flashback to nearly 30 years ago, my best friend was a bodybuilder who competed in the Emerald Cup. She taught me how to weight train properly. She was older than I was and had really dedicated a big part of her life to physical fitness. 
she knew what to do. And so she trained me. So even the technique of weight training, strength training, conditioning myself, I knew what was possible. I knew what to do. Yet at this point in time in early 2021, I knew I emotionally needed help to make it happen. So I asked my husband if he would train me. I said, please just tell me what to do. I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to have to plan for this. I just don't want to put any work into the preparation. I just want to come in here and have the effort be in whatever I'm doing in the moment, but have it be simpler by you just telling me what to do. So he was thrilled to finally have me in the gym and hang out with him that way. He tried for years to let get me to join him. And not only is he a really patient trainer, not that he's a professional trainer, but he often has trained buddies over the years and a group of friends that would do either in person or over Zoom what they lovingly phrased uh, or coined the phrase to call it doc fit every weekend because he's a doctor. So doc fit. Then he also started training some of their kids, you know, as various of our friends have had different physical ailments at times, you know, the kids are a bit healthier. And, uh, and so I, I always call it next gen when they come over. Anyway, so he's also super funny and makes me laugh a lot. So I knew I would get to exercise my cheeks, my sense of humor, you know, have some fun and laughing. So it was a great situation. And yet, for some reason, for years, I had not taken advantage of having that right there for me and having him right there. So we started doing regular sessions about four to five days a week. And slowly but surely, I gained strength. Then one day, I had the idea, let's go visit some friends who have a vacation home they built in the mountains of central Washington. And we all got excited about this idea. So we planned for it, set a goal of being able to, for me to be in ski shape by then. I felt like a little kid going through all my ski stuff and getting everything ready. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. I even got my dad's fluorescent hello 1980s, jacket tailored to fit me. He hadn't worn it since before our hot air balloon accident nearly 30 years ago, yet he loved it so much that he hadn't gotten rid of it. When I saw it during my most recent visit to see him, I thought, wow, how special would it be able to wear this jacket when I go skiing? And now here I was packing it in my bag. Then as I carried my skis to the local sports shop to get them tuned up, I remember feeling strong, lifting and moving them. It was such a noticeable difference from just months before. It was so great to feel that change. And the week before our trip, my girlfriend texted me that there hadn't been any new snow there. I told her that I still wanted to go skiing as long as the conditions were decent and there weren't rocks everywhere. And then I wrote, and I made a note of this, so let me read it. Maybe the universe will surprise us with some fresh snow before we arrive. Parentheses. That doesn't challenge our travel. Winky face. And guess what? This was so great. The weekend before your trip, they got fresh snow, yet the weather was clear and all totally perfect for our travel. And our ski day was a dream come true. Sunshine and the fresh snow. So leading up to this trip, though, I want to tell you about the anticipation a little bit more and the flood of memories in every step of the process. The years of fun times on the slopes when I was a kid with my parents. We would go skiing with family friends. There were two people who taught me to ski. 
My parents learned at the same time I did, and there were two people who taught us to ski that were really more like family. They were more like adopted uncles of mine, Tom Boys and Jim McClelland, who we lovingly called Jimmy Mac. I'm still in touch with both of them. In fact, Jim and his wife, Linda, who is also like family to me, we had this amazing visit when they came to see my mom in hospice during her final month of life. And Tom, he flew across the country to be there for my mom's service. Clearly, skiing for me is more than a physical activity. It's more than being outdoors. And I love those things. And I also really like to go a little bit fast down the mountain. I have to admit, I like that too. But it also holds some big emotional connections to family and fun times. It's a reminder of a simpler time of life for my family and a time of a lot of laughter and simplicity too. My memories of those times, we get on the chairlift, you go up the mountain, you pause at the top to take in the view, ski down the mountain, and you find your pockets of that fluid rhythm as you go down the slope. And then you repeat that three or four times. Then we break for a yummy lunch in the lodge. My go-to as a kid was hamburger, fries, hot cocoa, and a cookie. My go-to as an adult, pretty darn close to that actually. But then we go back up the slopes and go down again, three to four times. And then for me, especially as a child, I got to enjoy a nap on the drive home. It was awesome. From this first trip back on the slopes last winter, I have another memory that's totally ingrained in my brain. It's about a song running through my mind the entire day I was skiing. And it wasn't the annoying kind of running through your mind. It was really lovely, really sweet, and it made me so happy and full of joy all day. And I kid you not, this ran through my head the entire day. And the words were, I am the light of my soul. I am beautiful. I am bountiful. I am bliss. It's the song, I am the light of my soul by, I'm sorry if I don't give their names justice and say them properly. I'll include a note in the show notes about this song. It's Sirgan Kaur and Sat Darshan Singh, I think, something along those lines. I wrote about this experience in a blog article that I posted earlier this year. And in that, well, I basically covered today all the key points that I put in the article. But the reason I'm bringing the article up is that if you want to go see some fun photos, so there's some pictures of the first time back on the slopes with my girlfriend, Laura, and me wearing the super cool 1980s fluorescent jacket of my dad's. And then I also included some snapshots from my childhood ski trips with my parents. So you get to see me as a kid with my mom and dad up at the couple mountains. Oh, and there's another photo of some ski pins that I collected as a kid. And there's one right in the, so you can see all the different mountains I went to when I was a kid growing up in Washington state and going to primarily mountains near us, kind of in the Northwest. And the oh shit pin though, that was my mom's. <laughs> so I'll include a link to that page in the show notes. I wanna close by asking you a couple questions. How do you feel in your body these days? Is there anything in your life that you're longing to do, but you either have a mile long list of reasons or dare I say possible excuses, you know, for why you're not doing that thing? Or maybe you truly don't know if you can do it anymore, or if it's something new, if you could do it at all. What if you're wrong? What if it was possible? I just wanted to share this story with you today because I really 
wasn't sure that I was ever going to be skiing again. And now I am already excited thinking about some potential trips this next year. So I wanted to hopefully inspire you and give you a spark of hope that maybe this something like this was possible for you too. If you want some help finding the time and energy to do something that's really important to you, go take a look at my free training. It's called Your First Step to Better Life Balance. And it has a really simple video with a really basic, easy to do exercise that my clients love because it really can get you on track to toward being able to do things like this make time for something that you want to be a priority, feel healthier again, you know, do something that you think is a long shot. But this is a very simple, practical way to get started. And I can help guide you in that. So go check it out if you're interested. Go to cherishyourlife.com forward slash free training. My closing quote for today is by the great Warren Miller, famous for his ski and snowboarding films, And side note, by the way, if you've never seen one of his films, you got to go check him out. Super entertaining, especially because he does his own narration. Here's the quote. If you don't do it this year, you will be one year older when you do. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life. And my website is cherishyourlife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyelgis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast. <laughs>